Are you a single Christian woman who feels stuck in the land of inaction? Are you using your singleness as an excuse to stay small, hide in the shadows, and settle for less than you are capable of achieving? Then welcome to Rise From Stuck. This show is for you if you are ready to rise up, enjoy life in Christ, and live in the land of relentless action that leads to glorifying God. You'll learn to know God and know yourself so that you can gain rock-solid confidence, be wildly productive, and follow through with your God-given dreams regardless of your marital status. So strap into God's Word, grab onto my hand, and let's rise from stuck together. Once upon a time, a single Christian woman had this ridiculous idea that she didn't have to work a job in order to earn money. Instead, She thought that if she could write good books and learn how to sell them via her own publishing company, she could earn a living telling and selling stories. So she set about writing good books while working a series of entry-level jobs such as customer service representative, substitute teacher, church secretary, campus recreation intern, barista, and car insurance claims adjuster. She intentionally did not commit to any specific career path and even avoided seeking any relationship. She feared that if she got locked into a normal job with decent pay, she would become content and abandon her writing dream. Furthermore, she feared that if she committed to a relationship without first owning the identity of a successful author, whatever man she was with would love a false version of herself. In order to preserve her relationship, she would have to remain trapped in her false professional identity rather than pursue her true heart's desire. She believed Chasing her dreams of writing and business success were important because that is the work God was calling her to do. Those were the skills and strengths and desires he blessed her with, and she had a responsibility to steward those gifts well. However, she also believed that marriage and motherhood were important because God values family, and her family valued family, and she valued family, but she had no core family of her own. She was single. She was alone. She was childless. Without a husband, she felt insignificant. Without kids, she felt useless. Without a family of her own, she felt invisible. She convinced herself that in order to fit in with her family, she would need to get married and focus on being a great wife and mother, not the author-entrepreneur she longed to be. But if she got married and abandoned her dream, she wouldn't be following God's call to serve him as an author, speaker, and leader. So she refused to let herself feel attractive. In her mind, marriage meant disobeying God. A man meant no to her dreams, but business success meant no to her heart and family. With two competing desires, she was at war with herself. That war landed her in the mediocre state of stuck. Even though she was capable of earning more and doing more and loving more, she brought in a meager amount of money while dating no one for two decades after college. Along the way, the doubts surrounding her ability to succeed grew bigger than her dream. Those doubts birthed excuses that kept her from taking consistent, persistent action towards becoming the author-entrepreneur she knew God called her to become. With sporadic action came sporadic results. Four novels, each published years apart from one another. The first novel was such a flop that she abandoned novel writing for a bit. Then, thanks to some encouraging friends, she changed genres, adopted the pen name of D.K. Drake, and tasted a hint of success when that first fantasy book sold thousands of copies. Only she didn't know how to sustain that momentum and failed to put a marketing system in place. So the next two books, although better stories, didn't perform as well as the first. 
The combination of those three books bring in a trickle of royalties each month to this day, but it's not enough to provide her with a reliable, sustainable income. On the personal side, she continued to feel like a second-class citizen as a single woman in church, among her married friends, and among her married colleagues at work. She knew she was missing out on that special connection those around her experienced with their mates, and the movies she watched made her wonder what was wrong with her. Finding love seemed so easy, natural, and expected considering nearly every story with a single protagonist also involved a love interest as either the A story or the B story. Where was her love interest? Where was her happily ever after? Where was her man? She still hasn't found him. She has upgraded her job, though. Now she works as a business process consultant and is able to make a living writing fascinating things like underwriting guides and business process documents. Nevertheless, she longs for the freedom that comes from being an author entrepreneur who writes, speaks, and coaches. She doesn't have that freedom yet. She longs for the kind of love she has never experienced, the kind of love that comes from being married to an athletic Christian man who is a strong spiritual leader. She doesn't have that man yet. What she does have is the kind of love that comes from God. She committed her life to him at the age of four, and her faith in him is the one thing she has never doubted. His word has and continues to be her source of absolute truth, and it was in her recent study of Ephesians that she realized something. Her identity in Christ is what gives her significance, not her relationship status or profession or net worth. She is significant because she is in Christ. I am she. She is me. I stand for proclaiming God's truth, living life on purpose, and vibrating with creative energy, whether you are single or married or not yet old enough to check one of those boxes. I stand against uncertainty, feeling stuck, and settling for mediocrity. I know what I want. I want to feel significant in Christ. I want to show up with God-infused confidence wherever I go and in whatever I do. Even if I show up as Bonnie Jean Schaefer, party of one, I want to become the diligent, disciplined, passionate leader of a business God put me here to become, whether I am single or married. I know now that I don't have to choose between my desire to marry and my desire to run a profitable business. I've been limiting God with my internal war all this time. And God is opening my eyes and helping me see just how good and powerful and amazing he is. In this moment, I am at peace and content in my singleness. I'm not searching for a man. I'm not on any dating sites and have a hard time imagining what life would be like as one half of a couple. I've been on miserable or weird or uncomfortable dates with guys here and there, but never have I been on a date with anyone who made me feel important, loved, or valued. So none of those men I went out with became my boyfriend. All the guys I wanted to go on dates with overlooked me, and that made me feel worthless and unattractive. Granted, it didn't help that I lacked a genuine desire to be in a relationship. Remember that internal war I described earlier? Yeah, I now understand I've been subconsciously repelling guys my whole life. In other words, I've never been one half of a couple. All I've ever known is being single, even though I'm a sucker for a sweet romance story, watch way too many Hallmark movies, and have the best role models in my parents who have been married for 51 years and counting. I let being single destroy my confidence in my teens, 20s, and 30s. I felt so out of place all the time. I felt like I was watching other people live their lives on the other side of an invisible wall that separated me from those who knew how to flirt and date and be attractive. 
By the time I reached my 40s, though, I learned to enjoy being single, as my two other single sisters and I became foster parents. By learning how to love in a way I hadn't loved before, my focus on my singleness diminished. Now my focus is on knowing God, helping raise the four foster kids my sister adopted, staying fit, building a business, and living adventurously. If I happen to meet a man in the process of living my life to the fullest, that would be cool. But I now know I don't need a man to feel significant. Neither do you. What you and I need is to embrace our identity in Christ. That allows us to trust God, respect our strengths, and do the work our dreams require. If you want to feel significant now as a single Christian woman, I invite you to join me on this journey to pursue God and our dreams. I've wasted too much time waiting to start living because I haven't found my man yet. I've spent way too much mental energy wallowing in my singleness and wondering if I'll ever find love. I've spent way too much emotional energy being embarrassed and resentful and bitter about my relationship status. I'm done waiting. I'm done wallowing. I'm done wondering. I'm done being embarrassed. I'm done being resentful. I'm done being bitter. I'm just done. I'm starting something new right here, right now. I'm starting my ministry to you, my single sister in Christ. I want this podcast to be for you. I want to help you know God and understand his design. I want you to know yourself in light of your identity in Christ and respect the strengths he has given you. I want to motivate you to take determined, persistent, consistent action toward your God-given dreams. I want you to become the diligent, disciplined, passionate woman God is calling you to become. I've been trying to speak to Christian authors through this podcast, but I've been missing the mark. God has made it clear he doesn't want me to talk about writing on this podcast. That's what the Author DK Drake Show is for. If you want to learn about writing great fiction, tune into that podcast I host under my pen name of DK Drake. This podcast is now for spiritual and personal development for single Christian women. Since crafting my speech for the 2023 Renewed Conference, God has been working in me, molding me, transforming me into this bold, confident single woman talking to you today. I want that same boldness and confidence for you. You can start feeding those traits by attending the virtual Renewed Conference for free from November 6th through 10th. As part of the conference, you'll hear the speech God used to show me I am significant in Him and that I have a voice that needs to be heard. It's that speech that was influenced by my study of Ephesians and a desire to serve God with my whole heart that prompted this shift in the show. It's a powerful speech. God may just use it to change you too. But you can't hear it if you're not registered. So click that link in the show notes and get signed up today. Then read through Ephesians and ask God to show you just how significant you are in Him. What did you learn today? How is God calling you to think differently or act differently as a result? The first thing you can do with that new knowledge is leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts so other single Christian women on the quest to rise from stuck can find the show. Then I challenge you to go do one thing that will take you closer to God and your dreams today.